name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence on Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we're talking to the director and one of the survivors of Netflix's latest film, Society of the Snow. In 1972, a Hungarian Air Force Flight 571, which had been chartered to fly a rugby team to Chile, crashed in the heart of the Andes. Only 29 of its 45 passengers survived the accident. Trapped in one of the most hostile and inaccessible environments on the planet, they have to resort to extreme measures to stay alive. So to talk about the film, here's director and co-writer writer Juan Antonio Bayona. You did such a fantastic job. I wanted to start off with obviously the story has been told before. Yeah. So what was one of the struggles or something that you wanted to really focus on to make this story different than things that have been told in the past? Yeah, to me it was more about going beyond the facts because I I knew the fact I saw two films before and many documentaries and touched this almost spiritual level that the story has and makes it much bigger than what what I thought it was. And what was it like, you know, I don't know if it was like hard, freaky, like trippy, like to like see, because the sets are so carbon copy of what actually, what it really looked like. You guys did such a great job. Yeah. So for you, when you like stepped on set, is that something hard to like swallow or do you just have to kind of, direct and move and like and just move on with what you have to do how do you get that done i mean it was crazy how well you guys did yeah i mean it was very important especially for the actors they they did the whole journey we shot chronologically and we gave them the information they they were in contact with the survivors constantly on on the set or the families of the deceased they 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 had all the information and then we allowed them to experience hunger because they went through the very strict diet cold because we were shooting in real locations a sense of isolation because they were very far away from home they were from Argentina or Uruguay we were shooting in Spain so they 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 couldn't see their families or their girlfriends so all all these things make the the the, the work harder for them but at the same time easier to get to what we were looking for in terms of the performance I have to say really quickly that you did such a great job in terms of shooting and working with the cinematographer and writing it how you handled you know them having to eat yeah and how to film that and how uh, i know that i i right away when i saw it i was like he took very <laughs> very careful care in that yeah and didn't want to exploit anything yeah so the way that you filmed that was very it gets it across without being gratuitous i thought it was very well done so i just want to point that out it was it was very well done for you was there something in particular when you were working on it that you were like this has to be in this movie like i read the story i know all these things yeah. I have to have this in it. To me, it was all about telling how much love can you find in the darkest of the situations. It's not about cannibalism. It's about people giving everything they had left to their friends in order to make them come back, you know? That's, to me, the most beautiful part of the story. These people who died giving everything to their friends to come back. It's about love. It's about friendship. It's about extreme generosity. And it's about to understand that the person that you have right in front of you, across of you, is the same than you. It's, it's the same thing. So if you leave, I will leave. And actually, this is what happened. I gave the chance, the survivors, to give a voice to the dead now. You know, so so the dead were able to give them the chance to leave. And now the survivors are giving them the chance to leave in the, in the, in the film right now. There's such a great message about, you know, taking care of one another. And that it's kind of exactly what you just said. 
that it's not one person, it's all of us. And whether some of us make it and some of us don't, we're all in this together one way or the other. And even, um, I won't give anything away, but even that suitcase, which I think you know yeah. what I'm talking about, the suitcase full of stuff, um, <laughs> that being so integral and so important for like to come back. I want to ask you why it was so critical, especially right now, I think in these times, to really emphasize that we're all one. Nobody is better than another. Exactly. Uh, we all need to be family. Why was it so important to have that be a huge focus of towards the end of the film? Yeah. And what are you hoping people take away from it? Look, when I see the film now with the survivors, it's not that I think it's important the message. It's also important the fact that I gave them the chance to give the dead a voice, to give something in return. You know, they needed the film more than me because they 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 knew that they they had something left. And what was left was to give something in return. And I think that's a very important message to understand that you and I are part of the same thing. That if I'm able to suffer the same way you're suffering, I can understand your suffering. And to me, it's a question of empathy. If I understand what you're going through, I will understand every decision that, that you, you take in the long run. Is that the biggest thing that you want people to take away from the film? That's, how, that's on you. You know, there's a line at the end of the film that says each of you is an answer. So I think that the movie allows the audience to to find their own way in the story, to find their own interpretation. Each of us is so important, each of us. And each of us is a reason to be alive, to help the other ones, you know? That's so important nowadays when we see the news and, and, and we see so much devastation, so much death, so much suffering, you know? And we need to understand how important is each of us. Up next is a survivor of the crash, Dr. Roberto Canessa. I'm going to start off really quickly with, you had a quote, um, it's on your website, that said, I had to survive at 19 so I could help others with their own mountains so that they could have a chance. So what instilled in you at such a young age with your medical background to say, like, I need to take care of these people? In, in a sense that, for example, if you have a, a patient that has a single ventricle physiology, which is like is missing one of the ventricles, there are surgeries that you can divide the, the ventricles in two and he has a biventricular solution and they would give him a life expectancy of 60 years old instead of 40 years old. So in that sense is that uh, I am learned to take challenges and to aim in the right direction and uh may god help me may god help my patients and looking back on everything when you look back at you how it felt at the time of the crash to now do you view it differently after all these years well now i'm an old man i uh, i am the grandpa that tells stories to the grandsons they want to climb mountains like grandpa and save their friends so i'm kind of a uh, experience the witch of the tribe not anymore the chief so and i i teach people in uruguay in my hospital they come young people they want to fly and to learn and i open him the 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 doors of the world of cardiology and 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 helping people. I, I One of my good quotes is, don't get tired of being a good person. And this is something I, I would like to share with other people. Yeah, well, you're an amazing person. I mean, I've read so much about the work that you have done. You know, in terms of helping people, like you said, and all, and now you're the grandpa that gets to tell these, these stories, is it crazy that all of these films and documentaries and things have been made? This film, to me, 
was very different than anything I've ever seen before. And I thought it was such a great portrayal of what the horrific stuff that you guys went through. Oh, it's 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 not a film. It's an experience of life. I mean, you're sitting there and you get completely immersed in the reality of the plane crash as it happened to us. I mean, I was a rugby player and I had to become a survivor and I have to uh, become a part of the society of the snow. We created a society in which death was very close to you. If you saw someone dying, you were set for yourself because you were the next one on the queue. And the closeness to God is something that is very common in people that are so faced to death and, and, and the food were the dead people. I mean, it was a state of poverty, very different from the life before. But it's incredible that our, 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 we are capable of having that metamorphosis and becoming. And this is what why I think, and you also share, that this is uh, more than a film. This is an experience. And it's a film from the family. The youngsters have to go and see it. The grandma remembers about the plane crash. So I see it's an incredible chance for for the world to have a different approach of how we do things. So for my last question, I just wanted to kind of do like a two-parter and ask you what you're kind of most excited for people to see about the film. Maybe there's some, mis you know, conceptual or things that people might not be aware of that are in this film that aren't in others. So like, what are you most excited about? And then my other question is, have you been able to, uh, you've done so much in your life, have you been able to put it behind you and live a happy life? Or does it still kind of, no pun intended, like, trail behind you still well yesterday we we told the driver on a screening to come and see the film you know what the guy said in a film like this you should advise me before because now i, I don't know what what to do and and, and what, what to work and and the other question was if i put this back of course this was 50 years ago i i have new uh, mountains to climb and so this is something that happened of course i'm very proud for the families of the they didn't make it because they are good friends. They go to the same school as my children. And the old Christians as a, as a community uh, supported not only the survivors, but his family. So it's it's I think it's an example of the world, how to deal with these circumstances that are happening around people going to wars, having all this huge suffering among us. I hope you guys learned a lot from Juan and Roberto talking about what it was like really being on that mountain and trying to survive after their 1972 plane crash. Society of the Snow really digs into exactly what it was like and really gives you a feel almost like a documentary even though it's a fictionalized film based off of real events. I highly recommend viewing this movie. Society of the Snow will be released globally on Netflix on December 4th, 2024 and will be available in select theaters throughout the month of December. So make sure you go and check it out and don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our YouTube channel. Hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content. Oh, <laughs>